G'day, ball don't lie, Australian nation. All right, huge show to get into. Everything feels like everything's back now with the WNBL returning. It's it's been a big week of basketball. Lots on some announcements in our NBL One North space. NBL One action, sorry, NBL action. A little bit of NBA stuff to talk about as well. Then we've got some Kraken and. I have held it back, but we'll let it let it out of the bag uh, here on the show. The uh, machination of Mal that we've been holding back just for a little while, just because we've had such huge shows, we've found a spot to squeeze it in this week. But I can't do this show alone. So I've got a guest host again this week, one Anthony, the lockdown defender, Kopskis. How you doing, buddy? Good, buddy. It's good to be back. Just uh, making regular appearances now on the pod. <laughs> well, you know, fairly regular. I mean, you know, two, ben, week, two ben, weeks in watch a row. Out for your spot, oh, you know? oh. <laughs> not, not just after the Crackham job. All right. <laughs> Looking for all that smoke. Yeah. All right. Well, let, let's, you know, let's keep it here in the north. Um, uh, some MBL1 announcements made uh, during the week and over the last couple. Uh, big one came through championship player everywhere he goes they win an nbl one championship harry froling is returning after his stint down in hobart where you guessed it they want a chip after his time in Mackay, where you guessed it they want a chip harry froling will be heading to the ipswich force now as a player in the nbl one mate does this mean the switch are a lock for the men's championship this year so certainly not a lock, but it definitely um, definitely increases their chances. Rolling is, especially at the NBL one level, just like an unstoppable force. That guy, he, um, I remember him playing like even before the NBL one, the QSL season. He probably averaged like thirty and fifteen rebounds. He's just too big and too skilled at this level for uh, for a lot of teams to handle. All right, very, very diplomatic answer there, mate. Very diplomatic answer, it must be said. But that's okay. That's okay. I understand. You don't, you don't want to fuel that fire, you know. No, I'm not going to say they're going to be bad. They're, going to, they're, they're they um, put together a really good roster last year, and like Dan and I uh, had both tipped them going into the finals to um, to win, and they came up a little short. But this is probably one of the uh, one of the adjustments that they're making, I guess, to the team next year. So. They should be good. I just, I definitely, I'm definitely not giving them a, a lock, especially uh, with the caps, uh, caps coming back with with reckless abandon this year. I think <laughs> reckless abandon. Well, NBL One North News heard it here first. Caps are coming yeah. back with reckless abandon. Mm. Oh, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I will also point out that I didn't tip Ipswich in that situation. I thought they had a lovely little season there, but. Uh, yeah, I went a different way, and turns out my pick and was. It turns great. out all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking the odds-on favourites. <laughs> uh, yeah, and odds were on, yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah they were. <laughs> Anywho, all right. Uh, speaking of Makai um, uh, connections, Joel Carlu is returning for his sixth season at the head job. Uh, obviously, he took the Mackay team 
to the championship for that inaugural year of the NBL One North. Can he do it again? Don't know. Got to the finals playoffs last year. Um, they came up against a, must be said, pretty tough Wizards team. Um, yeah, and that's an understatement. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, but, that, you know, they were still in it right to the end. So, you know, yeah, it came down to one play. So, mm-hmm, exactly. No. It, it certainly wasn't a lock. No one choked. I don't care what, you know, anyone in the building said. Um, or gestured. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's fine. Uh, speaking of, <clears throat> again, in the NBL One North, a little bit of news as well. Uh, we've got Arj Palm, who, uh, couple of weeks ago signed for the pirates going to take over the uh the men's head coaching role uh making a switch from the spartans yeah gonna be a you know from a spartan to a pirate um and it's just been announced in the last few days that uh daring washington jr is going to be the mbl1 women's head coach over there for the southwest metro pirates interesting very solid lineups uh um in the coaching spot see what they can do on the court they had a a fairly solid crew um, for the Pirates, uh, for the Pirates men. W- women were a little bit, uh, well, they didn't quite stack up quite as well, um, especially against uh, against the Caps. But that that, that Caps game where um, Abby Cabillo then stole the ball right in the death and, oh, that, that was a great game. That, that was a really, yeah. you know, really amazing finish to that game. So, you know. Even though they they didn't uh, necessarily end in the playoffs or anywhere near where they wanted to, they they were capable of you know putting together a couple of good games throughout the season. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, a little bit of WNBA experience um, in the development style role and, and different things that Derek's done. So it'll be interesting to see what the Southwest Metro come out with with two new coaches very early, and you know getting those things locked in for next year's MBL one season. Um, yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what, um, what changes are made and who, who kind of moves with, especially with Arja coming over just from districts to see who moves with her or, or doesn't um, and stays on board for Spartans who, who got uh, PC at the helm. So on his first head coaching job. So, yeah. And, uh, uh, Wixie there is uh, moving on from the women's team. Uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of moves. Well. So, yeah, a lot of movement. Uh, mm. A lot of movement to other NBL uh, One North clubs, which is uh, really interesting to see. But a lot of teams did lock their did lock their coaches in for those two-year contracts right at the start of the NBL One kicking off. Speaking of kicking off, though, Let's let's quickly shoot over to the WNBL who had their cracking, cracking opening round, mate. How how good is it to see LJ back in the WNBL? Oh, it's amazing. It's um it's very very nostalgic for me. If if nothing else, it's uh it it really takes me back. She's like the goat for a reason, and and she's still kind of proven it. Didn't have a great shooting night, but played really well. So. It's um, it's great to see her back on the court. Yeah, tough weekend for a couple of clubs. Uh, Lynx. Uh, yeah, not <clears> excuse me. No, Lynx, for example, uh, got beaten down by the Boomers and the Spirit. The Spirit, uh, as uh, Jacinta was talking about, that they're they're looking like a fun team to watch. 
Capitals as well. They've had two yeah. tough injuries to start the season. Um, it's again against the spirit uh, in that first one, but that second one, my lord, against Townsville, yeah. Wowzers. They just came out absolutely red hot on fire. Lauren Nicholson, thirty-five points off seventy-eight percent shooting from the field. Yeah, yeah like, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to beat a team when someone's shooting like that. Oh yes, and then yeah, Steph Reed had fourteen assists in the end. I think yeah, just... thirteen points, fourteen assists. Yeah, friend oh. of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, showing great friend of the, the show, showing game. out. Um, and then of course the the one thing I am loving is the WNBL team of the week. Um, so we had Steph Reed, Tiffany Mitchell, Isabel from Lightning, and Lauren Nicholson, and of course KG Kelsey Griffin for the Bendigo Spirit. All five of them putting up big numbers um, in their positions. Um, Steph Reed, of course, had the double double, so it wasn't as huge numbers. Everyone else balling out, scoring big. Um, and Southside were also able to get up over the Adelaide Lightning in LJ's uh, return game to the WNBL, which yeah. one thing I did Very love exciting. too, oh, wildly, one thing I did love too was some of the photos and videos of um, j- just some of the players being out on the courts afterwards doing signings and uh, they were just swamped, which is uh, after COVID hit, and all the all the you know professional teams and everything pulled that back. I was like, oh, are we ever gonna, you know, are we ever gonna get back to something like this? But thankfully, we we are starting to get back to it, and I think it definitely adds elements um, to to our local to our local leagues that even at the top flight, uh, you know, there are still t- players and everything who are giving access and giving signatures and getting those kids involved and those kids at heart like me who are, you know, always itching to get down there and get, get my, get my Jersey signed and you know, all, yeah. all those sorts of things, which is just yeah, awesome to see. It was awesome to see that. And the, and the turnouts were, were good, like mm. really, really good. I'm just flicking through a few of the photos on the WNBL's page now and the, the crowds are, are not quite at capacity, but they're, they're filled almost to the back, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, definite, definite atmosphere coming through on the TV, which is yeah. also great to see. Which unfortunately hasn't uh, hasn't always been there, so hopefully that can last throughout the season. Um, because yeah, women's basketball in Australia has just been given a shot in the arm from the World Cup, and they deserve it. They've been balling out for years. So yeah, get along Going to a game unnoticed. if you can. Unfortunately, we uh, we don't have a team up here in Brizzy, so at some point uh, might have to might have to pack the old suitcase and get travelling to catch the WNBL game this season. But That's it. There are lots of good choices. Almost every other capital city's got one, so <clears throat> almost not all, but. Uh, all right, mate. That, that's going to wrap us up here for WNBL. Let's let's make the switch. Let's make the switch over to NBL. And there's that you know the league we love, where they play that sweet sweet D. But there's there's we've just finished a round, and today my socials have been blown up by the Adelaide Thirty Sixes, and not necessarily for the reasons I would have thought of two weeks ago or three no, weeks definitely ago. Definitely not at the start of the year. 
No, no, not at all. But here we are, and Randall's come out this morning. Randall has been released by the 36ers. Mutual, mutual decision, um, which, you know, if Dan the Cynic was here, he'd be saying, yep, it's always a mutual decision. Yep. Right. It always is. Yep. <laughs> Parting ways, you know, da, 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 all that kind of stuff. So, look, it's interesting. Um, clearly he wasn't, uh, from all reports, just wasn't gelling. Um, it was all about him, things like this. Um, it's a little bit tough cons- just with some of the, the sheer talent and capability he had to shoot that basketball. Um, but basketball is a team sport. So if it's not going to work, you've, you've got to go. And maybe, maybe this is what, brings the 36ers back because let's be honest, they didn't have, they haven't had the start to the season that anyone was really hoping for. Uh, definitely including them They're They've only yeah. won three of their last, uh, sorry, three of their seven games in total. They're three and four for the season. We've talked about them on the show. Um, you know, obviously they'd had that amazing game in Phoenix where everyone just shot at a million, a uh, million percent and felt like, um, but is this, is this move of releasing Randall actually going to help, help Franks, help McCarran, help these other guys really, you know, sh- shorten up that, uh, the amount of players who are getting the ball and is this going to help the 36ers, do you think? Well, potentially, like we talked about on the pod last week about them needing to get the ball into, um, Mitch's hands more often and him control the show a little bit more. And, and you saw it. And notably, it was it was against the Hawks, who are having a rough year. Um, but the game without Randall, they comfortably um, put away the Hawks. And then he comes back and they lose in a tight one, but still like go down to a struggling Perth team that's lost five games in a row, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it, it obviously depends on who they get in. Um, if it's just like a, a a guy that's going to play off the ball and be a good shooter kind of thing as an import, um, I think it it probably will help them play at a higher level just so that the, there's more touches to go around because there's just there's just too many um, too many mouths to feed with him on the team in that in that respect. Franks needs the ball. Cleveland this year is showing that he has a lot of offensive game and. And DJ obviously is a staple in the league and has always like scored in impressively well uh, at this level. Um, so yeah, I think I, honestly, I think it should be a um, oh, depending on who they get, it, it'll be a good thing for uh, for Adelaide. Yeah, well, as you say, uh, they did go down to a, uh, a struggling Perth team, but both both Adelaide and the Wildcats went into the weekend really needing both wins and both teams only came away with the one. Yeah. So it it's one of those things. It kind of, uh, yes, for the Perth, you know, they, they snapped that awful losing streak um, of five games. And, you know, but they really needed both. Uh, one of these teams really needed to show out, show the world, yep, cool, you know, we're back in charge, we got this. But as you say, bit of a messy game. 
got a bit tight towards the end, but Perth were able to get away. So they both came out with one win, possibly saving, you know, it, it's hard to know, but possibly even saving John Riley's job over there at Perth. Yeah, six six losses in a row would have um, had the alarm bells uh, sirening. So it's it's definitely a good win and, and one that they they desperately needed um, on Sunday there. Definitely was. And, geez, you've got to be – don't get me wrong. I don't think you should feel for Perth fans because they have had – an absolute smorgasbord <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of championships, victories, playoff runs, all sorts for, you know, 32-odd years. But, yeah, this must be a different feeling for Perth fans out there. Like, you know, yeah, f- first year of not making the playoffs and then, you know, you get a new coach, you retool, everything's looking good. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, a, a five-game loss, one of your worst in – History since two thousand and five. So yeah. yeah, yeah, seventeen years since that last happened. So yeah, it's yeah, not um, not good at all. But you know, Perth will be Perth, and they'll they'll turn it around. They're still um, four and five, so only one or half a game out of the uh, the play-in ranks. So it's a long season ahead. And the same with the Bullets, are only are only one game out. So hopefully we can. Uh, get back in there as well. Well, you you speak of the bullets. Uh so All right. Now, bullets had the one game. Just the one and it was all they needed, but more importantly than the game they had to do was it was Jason Cadiz's three hundred and fiftieth game, which is just yeah huge, Crazy. huge, yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, been around the league a couple of times, maybe more. Uh, you know, uh, and still got it, still got it. You know, still able yeah, to very st- much so. still able to start, still able to let the game come to him, which is so difficult. But as someone who's played with the man, the myth, the legend that is um, Kadee, one of my favourite moments from the game was when he was uh, torting, I think it was, uh, is it Kenyon? Um, Kenyon? Uh, into you know, <laughs> shooting the three and he ended up with yeah. an 0 and 4 and just, you know, you've played with him um, uh, at, for the Caps and, do you what's one of your favourite Kadee moments that you can share? That you can share. <laughs> that I can share. <laughs> yeah, he's he's had a lot of little fly comments uh, while you're playing, kind of gets in people's heads. But um, and there's two, there's there's so many, um, but probably one right on the top. It's got to be uh, 2020. We're playing the QSL in the COVID year. Yep. Um, and we get get into the grand final. We're probably down. I think we're down tw- ten or twelve points in the fourth quarter. And Jason just he just chucked us on his back and hit. I think he hit five threes in a row. He ended up with thirty seven points and and won us the grand final almost single handedly in that last quarter. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, he's just an incredible player and just and 
honestly even even better human like the, the guys yeah he's awesome i um have so much time for kitty and he does for everyone uh, i was talking to one of the um one of our brisbane capitals he's he helps out with our team and and i think he does a little coaching at dragons and he uh jason um got on the got on the phone to one of his teams and and talk to him for 15, 20 minutes about uh, preparation and stuff like that, just on his own time. So he's a very giving guy and, and deserves all the accolades that he's got for these 350 games. Yeah, definitely. It's actually a little bit disappointing because when he had his time, um, uh, it was actually when he had his time down in the Sydney Kings was – me and my wife were living in Sydney. We're going to a lot of Kings games. And the year we moved from Sydney was the year he moved to Sydney. So yeah. we've spoken, yeah, <laughs> spoken about it a couple of times, like on the show, how just uh, for a long time there, it felt like as if we were just kept missing out on sort of KD moments because he wasn't on my team. Uh, but, you know, since he's been here at the Bullets, it's been great to see him. But one, one of my favourite moments, again, not uh what while he's had you know lots of moments uh that there was a special game last year where he um came in off the bench and just lit it up for uh, a good stretch of time um but one of my favorite moments was definitely when um gold coast rollers came to town uh, in this past season and him and tanner were just taking it in turns for the most of the game and then all of a sudden kadi just sprints off the side of the court in the start of the third quarter. No idea what's going on. Um, you know, they, they sub him out. All good. Yep. No worries. Get someone else on there. He doesn't return for, you know, <clears throat> for the rest of the third or pretty much. Tanner steps up in that time. All good. He, then all of a sudden he reappears down on the bench, uh, subs back in at the start of the fourth, goes at it with, um, starts going back at it with you and you and him had a little bit of a moment, you know, defense wise and everything. Uh, and, uh, uh, let's go with an unnamed source close to the team. Uh, let me know that, uh, apparently he actually like ducked off for a vom, you know, felt a bit queasy, something, you know, had to get it out, went and got it out and then straight back into the game. And you wouldn't have known. Like, no, didn't yeah. miss a I'd, I'd like to think I like to think my defense made him made, made him sick. Um, it was that bad, was it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, he barely scored in the second half. It definitely wasn't because he was really uh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> Sat for almost the entire third quarter. Might have had hey, something to do with it. Come on, Mal. Come on, Mal. <laughs> give, but, me, give me some credit. Oh, it, it was actually nice. I mean, you know. Uh, in that game, because you and him got into it a little bit on the court, but as soon as the you know the game was over, all that, that yeah, was, no, you know, that was to, all off. Back to being mates, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Which is is one of those things that I you know, I really like when it can be left on the court. It's it's not necessarily an easy thing to do, but uh, yeah, that that was you know, and there are a lot of KD stories, especially around putting off shooters and different things and yada yada yada, but. Uh, yeah, I thought we'd just take a moment to share our favourite Kadee stories. And, yeah, nice little moment. But Kadee, 350. And more importantly, um, got the win. Yeah, big got time. The win. that's a big win. Tried, they tried to throw it away. 
Well, sadly, um, I was watching a game a couple of weeks ago. Oh, totally spaced now on who, who it was against. We had a lead early. It'll come back to me. Um, I was watching it with my with my lovely wife. And we had the lead about halftime. And then slowly faded. Slowly faded. Made it very difficult on ourselves. We threw the game away. Uh, but before any of that st- started, uh, as the other team started to score, my wife said to me, oh, Brisbane aren't going to Brisbane here, are we? Yeah, and sure enough, uh, as we've seen uh, a couple too many times over the last two seasons. Couple seasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Br- Brisbane did yeah. Brisbane, but the thing I loved about yeah. this game, they didn't. They they yeah. had that halftime lead, nice, big, juicy, fat old lead at halftime, but they were able to keep it, and they did their darndest. It felt. Um, oh yeah, to... <laughs> like the the Sobe pass with oh. ten seconds left or whatever it was, straight yeah. to the other team for an open layup. I was I was shocked. Yeah, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, having a meltdown. But and, but you and, know we we got it. And giving McVeigh a chance at the end after his you know yeah shot all those that. threes. Uh, like, yeah. oh. But you know you got to take the wins when you can. It was it was a good game up until like the last few minutes for the for the Bullets, and it's. Good that they can close it out, even if it wasn't in the prettiest fashion. Yes, and you know, it, it was nice to also to see um, Baines, uh, sorry Baines, get the ball at the three-point line. No one came out on him. All right, fired it off. Ooh, knocks it down. So, you know, things like that were good as a team. I think they, you know, I, I definitely like the fact that. We're going inside. We're going inside the paint um, a lot more over the last three games. And, yeah. and lo and behold, we've won the last three games. Right? Yeah, we talked about it last week on the pod and it uh, came into fruition. We just worked them over inside and, and pushed in, in transition when we could and came out, came out with the win again. So it's obviously like a method that's going to work and hopefully they just um, they keep it up for the next the rest of the season. Well, yeah, you know, it, this is now a, a three-game win streak, uh, one of the, one of the longest in the league, uh, current win streaks, of course. Um, yeah, of, yeah, of all time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, um, but before, oh, yeah, us and Sydney, three, us and Sydney at three, three in a row. So, but we do need to talk uh, just briefly, Walker. He was uh, released this week. Um, j- just a little bit of a shame. I, I think he's another one of these players who, um, frankly, j- because he takes up that import spot, um, you know, just wasn't getting enough minutes um, no, to, and to really yeah, show what he could do. It's one of those things. The, the MBL import level now is just so high. That um, it's hard to crack those spots, and and if he's a local player, he's a, he's a good like six or seven guy. But mm. um, just yeah, taking up that import spot's gonna hurt. Um, he was always, I think he he came into the season knowing that it probably was a temporary thing. Mm. Um, and and I know he did get asked about it at the start of the year, and he said he's not really feeling any pressure about it. But 
you know, it's just, it's just one of those things that's going to be um, like he's kind of a placeholder until they could find. And from from what I'm hearing, an athletic um, foreman to to fill that space, so that it's not just like as soon as DJ Mitchell's out of the game, then they have to play two centers. So mm. it it should be good to have a um, another athletic four that can switch onto guards and uh, and protect the rim and and get out and run and transition. Should be good. That is the unfortunate part about this business. And Walker had a great season over there with the Rockingham Flames um, in the NBL one. But yeah, look, just, you know, a little bit of the Jeremy Kendall's um, about the, the whole situation. If he was native, wouldn't you just got to think he wouldn't have a problem getting on the roster. But, you know, as no. you say, those import spots, there's three of them now, but the talent level is just you know, the expectation is pretty insane. Um, yeah, well, you look around the league and all the NBA experience and the high-level Europe experience, you know, that that's like if you're below that, you, you're certainly not guaranteed a spot. You're going to be clawing and you're going to have to have a really good season to uh, to stay stick around. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, mate. Time to head over the the big ditch. As we say, a um, little bit of NBA talk, a little bit of NBA. Yeah, let's get after it. I, um, <sighs> it's uh, a bit, bit disappointed uh, that today's today's the day that the the Bucks lost their first game, but you know you've got to take take a loss every now and then. Yeah, what they get to nine and one, nine and one to start yeah, the season, yeah. first ten games. I would have liked I would have liked, liked a, a nice round number of ten, but you know. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> yeah, what's well, uh, I think as, as we record, I think my Celtics are six and three, so I'm pretty happy with sixty six percent. Like you know, yeah, and, well, and you can't you be happy with nine, played, righto? Have you guys played the Cavs twice to start the year? I feel uh, like that's the case. Oh, you guys so. are seven and three now. Seven and three. I do apologize. Yeah. So do there you seven go. Seventy percent. Hey, yeah, it's even better. Hey, yeah. hey, but uh, yeah, look, you know, my, my Celts are out to a good start, but there is one team we probably need to uh, probably need to have a quick chat about because they have had a horrible week, a horrible week. Whew. And I'm not even talking about the Lakers. <laughs> it's arguable that they've had a worse week. <laughs> Brooklyn, wow! Now we do have we do have a bit of a rule on the show. We don't get into politics, religion, yada yada yada. But obviously, last week when I said, you know, I've got to believe, uh, got to agree with Kyrie. I was speaking about very specific quotes. around Ben Simmons. Yeah, about Ben Simmons and shooting the ball. Yes, yes, very specific. Getting off his case. Not any of of this stuff that's going on. Wowzers. Yeah. Wowzers. Um, Yeah. But they they fire Steve Nash. If anything, Ben Simmons um, has got to be feeling pretty good at the moment because there's been no talk about his shots um, in the last week around the next. Well, he hasn't hasn't played basketball, so. Well, that. 
That doesn't stop. Probably a tax thing. (laughs) That that doesn't stop people talking about his shot, mate. He didn't pay for play for four hundred plus days, and people—that's all people could talk about. Why Uh, isn't he working on his jump shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see you at Wimbledon, mate. Like, come on. Uh, And then, of course, uh, Brooklyn fired Steve Nash, and then instantly turned around and hired Mayudoka. Which, from all reports, it was like he was never going to coach in the NBA again. And all of a sudden, boom, he's got another head coaching job straight away with a different team. <sighs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure on what the the status is of of that. If is, have we seen him on the sideline yet? We, I do not believe that we have. So, yeah. look, yeah, yeah Bro- Brooklyn. So many, so many reports and stuff coming around, and yeah, uh, a G, a GM or a, an executive, like an unnamed one, mm-hmm. during the week said they'd be surprised if um, Kyrie Irving ever plays in the NBA again. And I, was, I thought that was a very hot take, but we'll yeah, see look. how he responds to all all of this and. Yeah, and, you know, that stuff's been going, you know, that stuff will get played out in the in the big media and whatever's, but it's Brooklyn Nets at the moment. They just cannot catch a simple break where their players step onto the court. They're all playing at the same time. They're all putting it all on the floor, a harmonious situation. It doesn't feel as if they've had a single stretch of that since pretty much Kyrie arrived. Yeah, when they changed from this like cool underdog, like all these guys just work hard and mm-hmm. love Kenny Atkinson to a um, superstar team. It's been very sad since uh, since that all started. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and oddly, I think maybe could uh, KD does now regret not going to the Knicks, as the famous yeah, viral video went. Um, mind you, that's not much of a that, that that's still a dumpster fire across the road. So uh, a little bit, but not not as much. Nowhere near they, as bad. Again, they at least the, they seem to be enjoying themselves <laughs> and winning a couple games. Knicks are flying under the radar compared to what's happening over in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're five and five. They're not. They're not doing too bad. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. 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 Surprisingly, Brooklyn is only is is four and seven. I thought they were much worse. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, you know. Well, well. Speaking of disappointing, let, let, let's let let's get hit the negative stuff first, and then end on a high. Um, okay. <laughs> which. Which team has disappointed you? Just one with their results so far. What's a team that's really come out and just not performed as yet? Now, again, we're only ten games in, but these games matter. They they all add up to the end of the year. Teams can turn it around, yada yada yada. But who's had a a really slow, sluggish, not expected by you start? Um, Well, there's the clear, like the Golden State start has been pretty um pretty abysmal at four and seven they had the the one game to start the season against the lakers and you're like as soon as you saw that game everyone 
dubbed them basically like repeat champions and and fair enough they look incredible but um since that point it's been yeah there's been a lot of growing pains um which i didn't expect seeing as though the uh the main core of that team is back it's just like kind of a new bench but yeah they're sitting they're, they're sitting not so pretty in 12th at, at four and seven this year so that's probably my team that i've been the most disappointed with i kind of had hopes for the Kings and they're, they're not doing too great either. Yeah. Look with the Warriors, it's as if one of the veterans has just gone out and training and punched one of the new guys right in the face. Yeah. It almost seems like that. It's yeah. Weird. It's as if they're having some issues, you know, maybe around, you know, cultural something. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, you know, that, but that, yeah, I definitely, I didn't expect it to like kind of seep in to, to that much i thought they were a bit more like above and could could kind of figure it out a bit more than that where because steph's still been playing incredible to start the season so you know you just got to jump on his coattails and win some games yeah look you know there's a couple of teams um for me i mean the hornets wow that's uh that's 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 really not going well uh down there at three and eight without without Lamello there just being exposed everywhere currently. I definitely yeah, agree well. with you um around the Warriors. Uh Timberwolves. Oh yeah, that that also I thought they were gonna be a really good regular season team and they have been uh not that to start the year. No, well they're now at five and six. They're still in tenth place, but uh, yeah, hmm, it's it's not going so great thus far. Yeah, um, lo- lots of people had a lot to talk uh, about how positive this was going to go. Uh, I had my reservations. Famously, again, we're only you know for this team eleven games in, five and six. You know, it, it's just below five hundred. Yeah. Um, but look in, in the West, you're going to have to be above 500, um, really. And, and well above it to be, to be safe yeah. out of the, out of the play and stuff. You know, so that they've got to get some cohesion going, um, real fast. Otherwise, yeah. what? what are they going to do? Tank again? I mean, <laughs> how, how many times is that? How many times can you realistically get, a, get away with doing that before you, your fan base just goes, you know what? I might go watch some ice hockey or something. Like seriously. Yeah. Um, while we're while we're on the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. I'd just like to make note of. Um, I think your brother uh, had a chicken bet with um, another big fan of the show, uh, Scotty. Scotty. Uh, yep. Yeah, about the Timberwolves starting off eight and zero, and and obviously uh, Chris won the bet. <laughs> so just just thought I'd I'd put that in there as a a, a note on the uh, note on the pod. Mm, mm. Uh, yeah. As always, uh, gamble with chicken responsibly. Yeah. Um, but uh, and for those of you who aren't aware, a chicken bet is a uh, a bet where you bet uh, 12, 12 wings. Yeah, uh, nice twelve piece. Uh, or if you're feeling a little bit more gun shy, uh, a six piece. Yeah, that, but that seems that seems like a, a lot of. Surely he was he was only 
shelling out one chicken, like one piece of chicken to Chris's potential 12. <laughs> like that's, that's, surely that's a long odds, a long odds bet to start eight. No, I think you underestimate uh, old Scooty's Scott's love confident. for the Timberwolves there, mate. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Uh, yes, yes. Does love his Timberwolves. Uh, almost enough to uh, buy a legit jersey. Um, but, yeah, look, uh, not seeing not seeing consistent, you know, coherent, solid basketball from them night in, night out like we should expect. Now, to be completely fair, yeah, still only the start of the season. We're only 11 games in. I just thought I'd see more out of the gate. Like it, it's, yeah. You know, uh, I was I was expecting more right out of the gate. Well, so it's a it's a young team, and you can't like it's going to take a while. And like the main players in that team are like Anthony Edwards is is either twenty or twenty one, and Cats Cats only twenty six or so as well. So it's it's like the leadership there probably isn't to the standard that you'd kind of want. In it, like a in a kind of a weird situation where they've got two centers and there might be a bit a bit of growing pains, and it's got to be tough too when you know your team, as we talked about, has literally been tanking for the last couple of years. So you don't have that, you know. Everybody, right? This is our this is our goal. You know, we're we're going for it. We're going to push. Like yes, last year they won their play-in spot. It was it yeah. was a, it was a magical mountain reaching moment um, for for Pat Bev. Um, <laughs> you know, the, they did that. Yep, great. But years before, like big yeah, chunks of this team hasn't really changed all that much, and they haven't really been. Now I don't necessarily. This isn't on the players. This is on the association for this type of play. Uh, you know, this tanking idea. It doesn't lead to you know strong cohesive locker rooms of you know we're all marching in this direction. Let's go. It's more like whoa, 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 whoa. you know, dial that back. What are you doing? You know? So yeah, it, it's, it's tough it, to change the mentality. It, it's got to be. Um, and yeah, disappointed with the start. We'll see how they go. Um. On the flip side, all right, mate, let, let's flip it around. Who's really impressed so far? Who, who have you had your eye on? You cannot go past the Jazz. You just can't. Like, we we joked about it last week and Tim joked about it the week before, but it's starting to become this weird alternate universe where everyone had picked them to come last and now... They are literally seeing a top of the Western Conference at nine and three. Like, yeah, I know it's only early, but I think their overs and unders to start like at the start of the year was about twenty five wins, and they're already almost halfway there. Now, to be fair, I didn't tip them to be last. We didn't technically air our prediction show. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing that I, I did <laughs> but I'm not going to sit here and claim that I, you know, I saw this coming. No, of course nobody did. This is, um, this is one of these wild things where Danny Ainge doesn't know how to tank even when he tries. <laughs> yeah. Well, the last time he tried was with Brad Stevens, and they made like the conference finals. Uh, Those in between years. Yeah, with, well, uh, 
Yeah, well, it... IT and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I that, definitely that... don't think he was. He was like, I've put together a championship-winning roster at that point. <laughs> well, technically, the year before that, they got uh, <clears throat> uh, swept or pretty much swept. Uh, that that was the Kelly Olynyk um, uh, against the Cavs when he injured okay, and then yeah. all that. Uh, all that un- unnecessary hatred towards my guy Kelly O, um, you know, got thrown his way. Uh, that that some very funny memes that came out of it though. So that was funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a very short. The rest. <laughs> it was a very short playoffs run. It must be said. It must be said. All right. Maybe. Yes. Uh, you maybe know. that's maybe that's just his um like uh a bit of a, a coup to um, to Danny Ainge's ability to find good coaches because, yeah, Brad Stevens and then Will Hardy so far has been, yeah, tremendous from, from what we can take out of his season so far. To do what he is doing with, with this team is, is kind of crazy. Yeah, and look, when, you, when I actually look at Brad Stevens' career, like he really started from the bottom, you know, started from the bottom at Butler. It was, it was absolutely nowhere um, when he when he got to a position there. Um, and just the way he's built his you know, career, he really knows his stuff. Started out as a, uh, you know, college basketballer, but that that was it. Like, that, there was no, you know, playing after that for him. So, and this is what he wanted to do. And he said, basically, yep, that's where I want to go. Him and, uh, him and his lovely wife. Uh, we already met, and that was the plan, and boom, you know, it, it turned it, out pretty well. Yeah, turned out pretty well for for everyone involved who uh, likes the Celtics. Must be said. All right, um, Trailblazers. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm, now. I don't know if it's real or not. Like, are we gonna see these guys still uh, up there in third place in the West, c- coming into the All Star break? Dunno. Uh, Am I impressed with what I'm seeing from the Trailblazers so far? Yeah, you betcha. No, that that were pegged to you know all this stuff floating around as there is every off season with the Trailblazers, you know, after especially after they traded away. <coughs> excuse me, McCullum. Um, you know what's going to happen with Dame time, and still there. You know, it's working. Wasn't expecting to see them this high. Will we see them this high you know, continually through? And will this, will we end up seeing a similar end to the season where the Trailblazers have a really good regular season and they Dame just can't get it over the line because he doesn't have enough help again? Uh, look, will we see that? We very well may because we've, yeah, we, it's, that, that yeah, seems we've to be what we see yeah. every year. But am I surprised that they're up this high this early? Yeah, um, I'm also as uh, a little bit little part of me that's surprised the Suns are, and then the next part of me is no, no, this is what they do. You know, yeah, they, they've done it the last couple of years. They're very good regular season team. They made it all the way to the finals two years ago. Bit of a misfire, bit of an internal you know snafu. They've got all sorts of issues with their owner and yada 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 at the moment, but. You know, they're just doing what they do on the court and it, it's going well. But over there at the Cavs, let's flick over to the East. That's a team that's come out and surprised. K-Love getting some love. 
Yeah, I was. I, I'm not like. I, I'm surprised how how well they're playing. I'm not surprised that they're they're doing well this year. But they're like Donovan Mitchell is a legit MVP candidate so mm-hmm. far this season. Like he's top three players this year, and then they're still they were still winning games with um, Garland having that. Uh, I think with was it a. Detached retina or something along those lines. Yeah, it was something like to do with his eye. Yeah. yeah. So he, even with him out, they were winning, winning games, and they just like the cohesive unit of and a, like talking about the Timberwolves youth. This team is is like so young in their star players, and then K Love just leading the team from the bench as well, and he's having a tremendous season. Yeah, and you know. The, the thing I love about, oh, you know, that's the thing I love about, you know, guys like Garnett and and K-Love and, you know, all these guys that have been traded away from Minnesota. Um, it's it, it's just so great to see them, you know, have a chance at winning a championship and, you know, and things like that because that, that doesn't happen in Minnesota, statistically. So no, never. <laughs> Um, ever but it's a, a big turnaround from um like obviously just a couple of years ago they were almost yeah to say it like a dumpster fire over there and mm-hmm. and kevin love was not caring about basketball obviously he had some um, mental health stuff going on off the court and he's it appears to that he's remedied that and found his love for basketball again and he's, and, and you can see it coming out on the court like it's exuberating the rest of his team and, and they're having, yeah, just a tremendous start to the year. They just, they look like legit contenders and I did not expect them to be quite so high up the standings. Mm. Well, I like to think uh, it had a lot to do with Delhi's return. Um, you know, they, they started to build something there even when Delhi was on the sidelines. Unfortunately, when Delhi left, things got really good. Um, you know, that they really started to kick, which I don't, there's no correlation between those two things. Um, pure coincidence. Um, uh, I think it's just the team got a bit older and, and a couple more pieces joined in. So that was exactly uh, the addition of Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. And mm-hmm. that's, that's going to make a very positive impact for any team. Yeah. And look, it, it is one of those things when you have, uh, you have LeBron and you're genuinely fighting for championships, you're going to trade away some of your future. And, yeah. you know, when, when stars like that, then, you know, move on, there's, there's going to be a low patch. It, that's just the way it is, you know, but that's why you, you trade those, you know, you trade those future picks, um, away to have that moment. Um, and Cavaliers, you know, yes, they could away could have, could have come away with you know a couple more. They were in the hunt there. Um, that they, they got their championship. So yeah, it's it's the same with uh, when you when you talk about how much um, that they traded uh, that the Lakers traded for Anthony Davis, and you're like, well, the the cost was worth the reward. You know, like you won a championship, even if it's not going to be sustainable for the next. I don't know how many years because year what and a half by the look of is, it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so it's one of those things like you you spend the money to compete and win a championship, and if you if you reach that goal, that's that's really all that matters. 
Indeed, indeed. All right. That, that's pretty much going to bring us, uh, round us out here on NBA. It's time for that, that magical part of the show. We do a little bit of cracking, mate. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Just get just got a cheeky five pack uh here today. So NBA hoops. Oh, nice. 21-22. Uh cheek, cheeky little five pack. Yeah, should be a nice, should be a nice little pack here today. Let's let, let's let's jump in. Now, for those of you who haven't played at home before, very simple. Very simple. I just read the back of the pack, minus names, obviously. Um, and then if you can jump in before Ant uh, gets it. Go you. Let us know on the socials too if you are able to uh, able to do it, because uh, you know that's how Ant got his uh, uh, got his little uh, opportunity. <laughs> opportunity to shine here on the show. You know yeah. he uh, he got in there before Dan. Let us know about it, and what hey one thing led to another, and we're able to make a uh, uh, a fan's dreams come true. Yeah, someone someone might believe you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You never know. You never be, know. It won't be me. Mal, Mal will believe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After winning a state championship in his native Arkansas, somebody finished his prep career in Florida where he filled up the nets for National Powerhouse Montverde Academy. He then returned to the natural state where he starred for the home state Razorbacks before leaving for California in 2021 and landing with the Warriors. Oh, uh, Kaminga. Oh, nope. Moody? Say one more time. Moses Moody? There you go. Moses Moody. Rookie card. Moses Moody. Oh, very nice. That could end up being worth something someday. He, he kind of has some nice little flashes here and there. Nice, nice. Alrighty. Next cut, another rookie card. This is the special Ooh. out early. Uh, somebody went out to the 2021 Summer League and impressed the Nets, earning a two-way oh. deal. Oh. They told me... They, they run sharp? No, no. They told me they just wanted to see me doing all the little things along with rebounding the ball, crashing the glass, run the floor, spacing the floor, knocking down open shots, and then really just guarding one through five. Who is that player for the Brooklyn Nets? On a two-way. Yeah. It's a oh, tough one. Yeah, it's not going to be nice. How is that a special card? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it, it's got a green outline around the outside of the card instead of white. That, that's yeah. It's it's not a hologram. It's yeah, 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 um, yeah. Yeah, I might I might need yeah need, need some help now. All right. Uh, initials K E K E Kessler Edwards. No, hey, oh, look it? at you go, oh. Kessler Edwards. Yeah, you you don't have the same. Uh, you shouldn't keep that rookie card. <laughs> uh, I look. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you Anything never know. Happen, you never. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll put it. All, I won't get that one graded straight away. I'll just put it yeah, away man. in a safe place. Yeah. 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 Uh, know, he could. He could be playing major minutes this year with uh, with all that's happening in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> look, all he needs to do is hit a mid-range shot, mate. Uh, 
in 76's history, there aren't many bigger names than Wilt Chamberlain, Charles Barkley, and AI, the answer. In 2021, somebody put his name in the same conversation when he became... Joel Embiid. There you go. Oh, that's a good card. There you go. Yeah, yeah, not a rookie card, obviously, but uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> nice little card. Nice little card. All right. Next card, fourth of five. While basketball may seem like a simple game on paper, it's actually complex, full of small yet key decisions like chess. In that analogy, somebody is a supersized pawn who can dunk on the opposing team's king. The rim running forward moves up and down the hardwood with super speed and flies skyward to finish alley-oop lobs. Oh, Kelly Oubre? Uh, no, no. Uh, wearing a Memphis jersey. Oh, is it? it's not Jar, is it? It is not Jar. Oh, uh... Number 15, the Memphis Grizzlies. That's not Bane. That's Dylan Brooks. Uh, BC initials. Oh, uh, oh, now I just forgot what his name is. Uh, Rocking yeah, the dreads. No, it just, it, I, I, I can see him in my, like, I can see him, but I can't uh, picture what he's like, <laughs> see what his name is. <laughs> he played with Princeton at, uh, before he went to uh, Gonzaga. Uh, Brandon Clark. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You got there in the end. You talked yourself yeah. around. He played. Um, he played at Santa Clara with um, one of our Capitals imports, Princeton Omers. Nice, nice. Hmm. You, you did know. Final card. Probably the toughest one. Don't know if you'll get this one. <laughs> there was no rest for somebody. In 2021, just moments after hitting a dagger mid-range jumper to seal somebody's first title in 50 seasons, the forward hopped on a plane bound for Tokyo. Oh, it's Yana. Oh, it's Chris Middleton. There you go. So- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were being serious. <laughs> I was like... Surely, like, a random player didn't hit a game winner in, <laughs> to win a championship. <laughs> uh, no, no. Well, wasn't, wasn't a wasn't a random. Wasn't a random. Uh, in fact, uh, a lot of people say the, the, the Bucks were a, a Chris Middleton away from winning back-to-back. But anyway. Well, maybe. Mm. We're looking pretty good without him even at, at the start of this year. So Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we'll have to see there. All right, mate. <sighs> Time for a machination of Mal. We've been holding this one off for a couple Finally. of weeks. Finally. Yeah, yeah. Here it yeah. is. Uh, this one happened uh, recently-ish when I was uh, found myself in uh, lovely Las Vegas. Well, I say the lovely. Um, <laughs> for anyone who's been, it's Vegas. It's, <laughs> you know, it's nothing like the movies, and yet it's very similar to the movies it's it's a it's a weird and magical place it can be whatever you want it to be um it's but yeah it's odd it, it's not a regular holiday location uh anywho i'm in las vegas i'm having a great time i'm having dinner with two of my brothers it's all going swimmingly 
Uh, we're actually in an English pub um, style setup, and I pop upstairs to just use the facilities. And <clears throat> I'm looking at the door. Uh, yep, no, that one's ladies. Go to the next one. Walk in, all good. Oh, that's strange. Think to myself, there's no urinals. That's weird. That's weird. There's a baby change table in here. That's really weird. Anyway, went into my cubicle, shut the door, used it, washed my hands, um, went to come out and ran into uh, a lady who was walking in and she'd sort of jumped back. It's like, oh, that's weird. Oh, no. Oh, oh no, 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 no. So uh, because I was in an English pub uh, style setup, they had lads written on oh, no. uh, on, on the, the gentleman's <laughs> and i read ladies I, I read ladies so my real take home for the week is really take great notice about those little details those those, yeah. those little details are what can really do it in for you in the end uh second takeaway is if something feels weird it probably is yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so little details they'll they'll, they'll 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 get you in the end you know at, at any and every level <sighs> but yeah oh, all right mate that's <laughs> yeah, no, good hey it was worth the wait I, yeah I like it. yeah i'm glad you did lived up to the expectations ah oh, good stuff good stuff all right uh that's that is gonna wrap our wrap our time up here this week though uh thanks again for joining me mate it's uh, it was, as always has been a pleasure thank you very much thanks for having me it's been it's been great fun oh you know isn't it always though isn't it always here at ball it don't is, lie. It is. Yeah. uh all right well for those of you listening uh please jump on jump on hit those like share subscribe buttons you know if you are wherever you are listening please give us one of those you know five star reviews it, that stuff really does help, um, you know, gets us up there higher and higher uh, when people are looking for a new podcast. So please do jump on that and everything like we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week. But in the meantime, don't forget that ball don't lie. It never does. <laughs>